All right, welcome to the Texas Hemp Show podcast. This is episode number 117, podcast 117 this week here on the show. I'm Russell Dowden, publisher and editor for the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine. Our publications out statewide in smoke shops and CBD stores available uh, throughout the Lone Star State right now. And uh, it is the 9th of March as we are getting into these, you know, South by Southwest events and uh, March Madness with the NCAA is probably going on right now. There's all kind of uh, nice events going on, and we will talk about some of the ones. Last week, we kind of were jumping around with Dalton O'Neill, our guest, last week on the program. We were kind of just making sure as we were bouncing around from all these different events that we were talking about, I wanted to see if we might bring up a couple of these on the screen. I don't have them. Uh, let me see. I might be able to pull them up on my phone just so I have them in front of me. But Grow House Media's event tomorrow, if you got a RSVP for that, you'll 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 know where that is. And 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 that that just filled up rather quickly. So the Texas uh, Hemp Coalition has their special sauce party. You've seen that one. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been able to see some of these, but I'm, I have the graphics here. But that's an invite only there, but that's a social party from our friends at the Texas Hemp Coalition. We'll be going to that. That's on the or Saturday, the 11th from 4 to 6. And then we will be over at Mary J's for the uh, uh, toke activity uh, get-together um, that's going to be out there at uh, South Austin on South Lamar over there. So that's going to be 7 to 10 p.m. right after that. Wednesday, next week, Mau Mau Chaplains over at the Texas Hemp Planting Festival it's a free South by Southwest event there with uh, Sweet Sensi and Angela and Mo over there at Flamingo Cantina. And then if that isn't enough for you, Luck Reunion is on Thursday next week. The Far Out Lounge has another Last Prisoner Project benefit too. The Far Out Lounge, home of the Taste of Texas Hemp Cup, that is the Let's get free dead presidents and friends, dead presidents performing down there. And also another benefit for Last Prisoner Project on the 13th. So that is on Monday. So, And then there's another one, Psychoactive Rising, an evening of connection with cannabis psychedelic professionals. Um, I don't know where exactly that was, but there's a lot going on. <laughs> That's what I can tell you. So um, wanted to try to straighten some of that up for you. Maybe we could post those graphics up on the video shoot down the road and, and, and let people see that. But welcome to the show this week, guys. Our guest chiming in from College Station is Clay Moore. Clay is a undergraduate researcher at the Hemp Breeding and Genetics Program. We met Clay as our staff was all there at the Texas Hemp Summit last uh, November uh, on Veterans Day last year. Got to get to know Clay a little better. Uh, part of the Hemp Breeding and Genetics Program there with uh, uh, Russell Jessup at Texas A&M University. He's also the founder for the Chill Club. And we'll let Clay Moore talk about the Chill Club, but that's the Cannabis Hemp Innovation League that he's founded over there at the at the department. So welcome to podcast number 117, how are you, Clay? How are you doing, man? Howdy, I'm good. Thanks, thanks, Russell, for the introduction. Like, like you had said, my name is Clay Moore, and I'm an undergraduate researcher at Texas A&M in the Industrial Hemp Breeding Program. I also helped found, and I am the president of the Cannabis Hemp Innovation League student group here at Texas. I'm also an eighth generation Texan. I like that. <laughs> 
It was very cool. You know what? When we were talking maybe about a couple of weeks ago, one of the things you mentioned was that the Chill Club, I have the website here, chillclub.com, and then forward slash TAMU for Texas A&M University. I think you were saying your long-term goal is to see if the Chill Club would be in other schools, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, we have students reaching out right now. And also, if you're listening to this and you go to another university, say you go to University of Texas, Texas Tech, Texas State, um, you can reach out to me at clayton.tamu.edu. And uh, basically, we'll be able to copy and paste our Constitution Operating's Manual and get you some connections wherever you're located in Texas so that you can have your own Cannabis Innovation League at your own schools. So. Well, that, that's really cool. And and. And it's only appropriate that it started there at A and M with uh, with you guys, so that makes kind of sense as well. How many members are part of your chill league there at uh, at the university right now, and and with you know with the student body you have there? Actually, we have um, we have wonderful numbers. Um, our first meeting, we actually last semester, our first meeting, we had about 116 attend in person, and this this first meeting this semester, we actually had like 107 people attend. And so I think as of right now, current active paid dues membership is around 74 students. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. Well, it's exciting. What made you come up with your own, your own league? And I understand you guys have a podcast. Can we, can we listen to your podcast too? Are y'all recording those as well? So um, we had a plan for the first and second semester. What we were going to do is record all of the first semester, all of the second semester, and then release it at the end of this semester. So you will be able to uh, find us. And if you just reach out to me, I will send you the link to that, and you'll probably see it posted around everywhere else. So So are we looking at a release for the podcast next uh, semester or the spring, summer? No, semester? so it'll probably be in May. It'll be in oh, okay. the middle of May okay. whenever every, everything is uploaded to YouTube. Yeah. Yep. Tell us about the program. You know, we've we've had a couple of Russ Jessup's uh, students' papers that have appeared in the Texas Hemp Reporter over the last year, year and a half. So once in a while, one of the students has been profiled in Russ Jessup's submission to the magazine, Clay. So some of your f- colleagues and fellow student body members have, have been in the magazine contributing, yep. and then we recently have had you contribute. Uh, can you talk about uh, what you guys do over there at the breeding program? Yeah, so um, everyone's projects is just all over the board. Um, we have Dr. Russell Jessup, who runs our pro- program, and I'm sure you've seen him around a lot, mm-hmm. and he's the guy on the left. And uh, he originally was a perennial grass breeder and then started diving as diving into hemp, and around 2020 is when we launched our program. Um, and the first uh, student that actually joined the program was Zeke and I, who are on the left. I've got my arm on him. Uh-huh. He's a PhD student right now working on inbred lines and cannabis to create uniformity and stability. So you look out into a a uh, crop of corn and you notice that corn grows straight across all the way it's just identically it's it's uniform and so that's what we're trying to include into hemp and into cannabis um, so that you don't have to worry about your canopy looking like this and that Mm -hmm. Um, and then I guess moving moving in front of him Ian McGrath is an undergraduate student researcher and he's currently uh, creating a organic terpene based pesticide to kill indoor outdoor and greenhouse pests that are uh, hurting hemp and cannabis right now that's cool he is also the treasurer for the cannabis hemp innovation league uh, 
Uh, and if you move over to the left, uh, right next to Zeke is Christopher Garcia. He's working on tetraploid hemp, so increasing cell size, increasing seed size for grain type varieties. Mm-hmm. Um, in front of him, you may you may notice MJ, who's uh-huh. been featured in the magazine. She uh, has Hemp Reporter magazine That's for her right. mic- for their microscope uh, work and, uh, on trichomes and anthocyanins. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then behind MJ, you have Joshua Van Dyke, who's doing fiber research, creating. Uh, nanocellulose out of fiber and making various other fiber composites. Um, and then you have me. Uh, uh, sorry, there's another student that's not in this picture that I need to mention as uh, a master's student named Phasia. And uh, she had taken over the heat intolerant line project from Dr. Russell Jessup that goes into my hemp conversion program. And then lastly, me, uh, I am a hemp breeder here at Texas A&M. I run a program called the Hemp Conversion Program, where I reach out to breeders and growers all around the world within a 30 degrees north latitude and a 30 degrees south latitude uh, to see if they'll want to make a donation of either pollen or seed to my germplasm. I take their genetics and I breed it with our compliant hemp that's also heat and drought tolerant. And we will release that to the farmers once they, we come out with compliant and heat and drought tolerant uh, lines. And compliance means under the 0.3% THC that defines hemp. So, yeah. Well, let's. Uh, is that David Bass in that picture? Was that uh, uh, David da- Bass? I'm not. Familiar. Well, the long beard uh, on the on the left there is that. Uh, I thought that looked like David Bass, the 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 cannabis uh, uh, veterans. So I'm really not familiar with the people on the left. Oh, I just okay. thought that the picture was really good because it showed all of us at our booth that we didn't have a, an individual. It's hard to get everyone at the booth at the same time, but I'm, uh-huh. I'm sure he's a great guy. Yeah, no, I believe that is David Bass in that picture. We recently invited you to contribute to the magazine. You and I have been talking a little more lately, and, and I, you have a pretty impressive LinkedIn page if folks don't already uh, aren't familiar with Clay's uh, LinkedIn page. He's got a got lots of articles and stuff to watch uh, and read on. And so we decided to have you maybe contribute. Do you want to share one or two of the stories that you're working on for the April issue? Uh, so for the April issue, um, I believe that I had written an article for Oklahoma Votes No to Recreational Cannabis and uh, basically a bill update on the 88th Texas Legislative Session on SB 321 and SB 264. I've also written some other ones on the Farm to Feed, uh, highlighting the new research that's going into uh, horse and chicken feed uh, for hemp seed. And I also wrote a uh, product review for Tejas Tonic and kind of gave a little scientific <laughs> article dive into what's special about the cannabinoids that are in his drink and uh, benefits on THCV and how those things can help you, such as appetite suppressant. That's right. So. Yeah, there was, uh, there was a number of uh, things that THCV works on. And my father has some Parkinson's. And when when we were up there, met with you in, in, on Veterans Day last year, uh, I know that uh, I not only tried Aaron's Tejas tonic water here, but I also got some of that THCV from him, and it works and helps my dad a lot with the Parkinson's. So the, that was definitely one of the 
the things that you uh, mentioned as the benefit uh, for THCV as well. So great to have you contributing, you know, as well with some editorial. I think it's it's fun to have a yeah. And uh, his his logo is so cool. I love the Tejas <laughs> tonic logo. It is such a cool can. That's like you see that on the shelves. I'm immediately picking it off. So. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, the tonic water. It was also it's also going to be on the cover of the April edition of the Texas Hemp Reporter. So uh, we're looking forward to working with Aaron there on that. I think people are very excited to hear about the feed for the horses. It was chickens and horses only, though. But the big thing is we want to really see is a legal passage, you know, maybe with the legislature down the road, you know, for, for yeah, all feed. Not only is there science that goes behind cannabinoids going into the meats of these animals or into the eggs of these animals or into the milk of these animals, but that the these uh, these cannabinoids can also help the animals. So like this research with horses, I know horses have horrible joint pain whenever they get older. And so I'm pretty sure that at high dosages of these cannabinoids, they can treat those joint pains, uh, potentially helping these horses. And what do you know about, you know, the with pig and, and you know, with the with swine breeds is is sometimes they can be aggressive when you're getting those guys rounding them up. Maybe that, oh, okay. maybe that can, uh, yeah, I can totally, yeah, I, I can totally see that, uh, be, being in high school, I raised livestock, uh, livestock animals for the livestock show every year. I did steer in and swine and, uh, I can totally, I can tell you the cannabinoids will help them calm down. That, that will be, uh, that will be something that they really need to look into because some days I've had some steer that have just been upset and did not want to walk or cooperate whatsoever. And they just wanted to butt heads with me. So, <laughs> Yeah. There's a calming factor too, for some of this livestock, isn't there? Absolutely. I'm sure. Absolutely. If it works in humans, it'll work in them as well. Well, look, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we will come back with our guest Clay Moore from the Texas A&M Hemp Breeding and Genetics Program. We're talking with him. We'll talk about his paper. Uh, he's got some travel plans this year that he's also want to talk to tell us about and, and, and some papers that he's working on. And uh, we'll talk about some awards also that, um, that he's got uh, coming down the road here as we continue Podcast 117 this week here in the Texas Hemp Show. We'll be right back after this, guys. In Lama Land, there's a one-man band, and he'll toot his flute for you. Come fly with me, let's take off in the blue. Once I get you up there, where the end... Hey, this is Cheech Marine, and you're listening to the Texas Hemptoe. Why take a chance with your hemp grow? Join Hemp Plan and avoid the risk. TPS Labs' exclusive hemp monitoring program. Hemp Plan members get one-on-one -on -one consulting from knowledgeable consultants who are available when you need them most. If you want to take the guesswork out of growing hemp and focus on what matters most, call TPS Lab today and ask for your free consultation. Take the next step to a successful harvest. Visit tpslab.com or call today at 956-383-0739. Hey, this is Tommy Chong, and you're listening to the Texas Hemp Show. We took the best journalists from politics, health, innovations, cuisine, business, travel, agriculture, and then we put weed in it. 
Welcome to Weed and Whiskey News. Weed and Whiskey News. News with a twist. Do you qualify for medical marijuana? Texas allows medical-grade products with THC. If you have a diagnosis of PTSD, neuropathy of any kind, including diabetic, any cancer or seizure disorder, Dr. A at Good Earth MMJ Clinic will help. You believe in cannabis' medical benefits, as do we. VA veterans with PTSD do not fear, as your benefits are protected with a Dr. A's prescription in Texas. Please visit GoodEarth210.com for all details and book an appointment. Next day appointments available. We're here to get you well, not high. That's GoodEarth210.com. The Texas Health Report is available free at over 1,000 CBD and smoke shops across Texas. McAllen, Houston, Austin, Dallas, Lubbock, and San Antonio. Texas lawmakers will be in session this year to improve or alter laws on cannabis products. So stay tuned and informed this legislative season with the Texas Hemp Show podcast and the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine. Would you like to host the Texas Hemp Show podcast in your business or special? Event now booking live broadcast from your location with our new demo vehicle, the Texas Green Machine. Email Russell at Texas Hemp Reporter at gmail.com. Now back to the show with your host, Russell Dowden. All right, welcome back to the podcast. This is Russell with the Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine and host of the Texas Hemp Show podcast. This is podcast 117 this week as we are nearing South by Southwest and all the crazy events are starting to get going. I think we have a couple of them uh, maybe ready to queue up. I guess if you want to bring one up, Carl, I can talk about a few of those real quick. I think we have uh, yeah, here's one that's going on next Wednesday. Uh, the Tex Hemp, Texas Hemp Planting Festival is a free South by event there with uh, our friends downtown there at the Flamingo Cantina. And uh, that's next week uh, with the Mau Mau Chaplains. Uh, I know that's Greg and Tracy putting that together. A great free event uh, next week. There's a, What else has got? Uh, do we have up there? Oh, Luck Reunion is on Thursday next week. Uh, we got... Uh, one or two passes for that. I haven't confirmed the second one. Somebody's going from our staff. I don't know who it is yet, but it may be you, Carl. <laughs> so luck reunion next week as things kind of wrap with South by, but uh, what else we got coming up? Oh, here's a, a benefit on uh, Monday, March 13th for the last prisoner project, uh, dead Prez and friends. These are some friends of ours down there uh, from uh, last year. Uh, that's a, uh, Keep Austin Weed and uh, uh, those guys and say hi to Natural Ways. We're going to be visiting Natural Ways in April with a podcast in on location in Houston. Uh, we found out about that yesterday. So uh, Natural Ways, good to shout them out. But there's an event there next Monday. What else is coming up? Oh, here we go. This is Saturday from our friends at the Texas Hemp Coalition, the uh, invite-only special sauce pizza party. So uh, 
Uh, that one's coming up. And uh, anyway, there's a couple things going on out there, but we'll bring back, come back to the show. And uh, I want to plug real quick. We'll get right back to Clayton, but I wanted to plug the magazine. We're still working on the April issue. And uh, Carl, maybe pull up what we were working on there. That's kind of, kind of fun what we've got cooking. Yeah, yeah. Here's uh, that Tejas tonic one with Aaron Clay. I was telling you about. We got a Tejas tonic profiled on the cover. That is so cool. <laughs> and you, we, we all tried some of this when we were at the Hemp Summit, and so I still got uh, half a six pack less from the last time I ran into him. We're just working through the uh, magazine, still selling some advertising. Some great, great articles. There's a story there on uh, uh, Tejas. Uh, that's your story, Clay. <laughs> Yep, it is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're just working on the new issue. We still have some great content that we're working on right now. Some really good health uh, information as well. There's some fun facts about 420 in here as well. But we're just working on a very balanced 60-page or so, 64-page edition of the Texas Hemp Reporter for April. We'll jump back here and uh, get back to our guest this week, uh, uh, joining us here on the program, Clay Moore, undergraduate researcher there at Texas A&M's Hemp and Breeding and Genetics Program. He's one of the shining stars for Russell Jessup there at uh, Texas A&M University. And Russell's a very cool guy and always uh, oh, yeah. he contributes once in a while to the the magazine. And it seemed like I didn't realize until a couple of uh, issues that we'd published some things from him. It's it's really him introducing when he does a story, Clay. He's really introducing the student who's doing the work on the story, and he oh, yeah. he kind yeah. of allows the 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 class to and the research that you guys do. That's what I've noticed when Russ Jessup contributes to the magazine. It's it's really largely based a lot on you know, uh, the work that the, the fellow classmates like MJ or Joshua is doing, you yeah, know. So, um, Dr. Jessup is a really smart guy. He's, he's got a wide variety of knowledge from plant knowledge, biochemistry, chemistry, uh, all around. Um, but he'll tell you that 90% of the research that's done is by the students that are in his program and 10% is by him. <laughs> um, he's very busy writing grants and, uh, doing a lot of bureaucracy stuff with A and M and helping uh, manage the pro or manage the research that's going around, but all of the real research is being done by all of the students within this program. Yeah, I met him at the Texas Hemp Convention, I believe, a few years ago up there in Dallas. Um, talk about some of these awards that you've been given over there. They, they really, uh, some of the the private sector is really after you, Clay. Uh, you're 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 highly sought after, uh, from what I hear, uh, from the professional business community. But can you talk about some of the awards that you've been recognized for? I know you received a a, a particular award uh, when we were there for the Hemp Summit back in November. Um, so a, an award that I was uh, awarded back then that they had announced was that I had won the A&M AgriLife award for undergraduates, sorry, undergraduate student researcher and support award that hasn't been awarded in seven years. And I'm the first, uh, hemp research recipient of the award. So oh, very, very cool. It's a university level award, which looks pretty good on my resume. <laughs> I won't say who, but there was a, when I was up there for the summit, they had their eyes on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'll be graduating actually May, 2024. Um, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll be uh, open to any jobs. I'm still considering if I want to go for my PhD because that's been offered to me in three different universities now. So 
that I hope to stay at A and M. That's that's my goal. Or if someone has a better offer for me. Well, earlier in the week, you were telling me that you might be traveling for some events and things. What what does your calendar look like? Are you are you starting to oh, do yeah. events or speak at any of these events yourself now? So I've always been traveling to all of these events like um, NOCO. I'm, I was at the convention that you just mentioned, the Texas Hemp Convention. Mm-hmm. I've also been to a couple of Lucky Leafs. Uh, I'm going to NOCO at the end of this month. Um, but for this year, I'll be going to NOCO, uh, CanMed in Florida, and I'll be going to MJ BizCon as well. And hopefully that opens up even more for traveling. Um, a lot of the issues is, is like getting the funding for travel and to stay. And so if any of these events are watching this now and want me to come speak at any of the events uh, from an educational or a student background, um, that's the only issue is funding to get there. So, you know, we'll, we're, we're trying to help fund you by, by getting the scholarship over there to your group. Uh, we're, we're looking forward to working with you guys on that. Um, I think that's something the private sector, um, does occasionally you guys at, at your organization do have uh, that sponsored a scholarship and so when i was up there visiting and for the summit i thought it was a good idea that we do that too so we're, we're happy to announce you know that we're going to do that so how can they get in touch with you and, and 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 i guess send you an email or or reach out to learn more about your research yeah so you can always send me an email to my my email is Clayton C L A Y T O N at Tamu T A M U dot E D U. Or you could always go to our website. I believe that we have a submissions uh, part on there where you can send any inquiries or anything like that. Um, but also, uh, yeah. So Pure ISO um, is based. They were actually one of the first people to receive a hemp producer's license in Texas whenever it was federally legalized and approved by the state. Um, they are a uh, they are a product manufacturing where they make extractions, isolates, and things like that for major vape and edible uh, products. So, yeah, shout out to Pure Iso Labs. Those were the guys that uh, sponsored you guys uh, uh, last year when I was up there. And before we got a few minutes left here with you, before we wrap up, why why choose the why choose all hemp and genetics as uh, as your as your major and your your grad, uh, undergrad? So as you mentioned that Texas is behind and um, my actual passion is cannabis as a whole. And my, my uh, I guess my passion and what I want out of life is that I do want to either own my own uh, medical cannabis grow, or mm-hmm. I want to be a director of cultivation or some kind of director of operations of a medical cannabis company. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my, that's my main goal. And so uh, hemp and cannabis are very similar. So uh, everything kind of translates. Everything that I'm learning right now will help me in my future, no matter what. So, um, but yes, Texas is far behind, but I think it's evolving at a very rapid rate. I think everyone who joins in right now is going to be very successful in their futures. Um, even if you try to join in later, I, I think it's an amazing place to be. Uh, I don't think that I'm wasting one second of my time being here. Well, you've gotten into it right at the right time. I mean, when did you start school? Like right when the hemp bill? I mean, you're 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 graduating in twenty next year, so yes. So uh, I graduated high school in twenty twenty, uh, right when COVID <laughs> hit right there, and uh, I actually didn't have a my own uh, graduation. Like we didn't have a ceremony or anything like that. They just mailed us our diplomas and everything. And then I started, um, 
my college career actually in Kingsville A&M for my first year. Uh, and then I got an internship that, that next summer after my freshman year to be the first undergraduate student researcher in a hemp internship in Corpus Christi. And that's how I met Dr. Jessup and it just all unfolded because I had gotten accepted to Texas A&M and he actually hired me right out of the field, no interview. So. <laughs> What's the most exciting thing that you've seen over there at A&M or, or that you guys are working on? Can you name one or two projects that strike a nerve as far as interesting in research? Uh, absolutely. I mean, from a breeding aspect, my hemp conversion program, um, we've been uh, collecting seed from over uh, 30 varieties that I've been growing out that have been donated over time that we made crosses with our heat and drought tolerant lines. Mm -hmm. um, and actually, uh, one variety in particular stands out as a really great grain type. Um, the thousand seed weight was around 11.8 grams. And I think the total plant was around 30 grams. Um, but you have to mind that these plants were indoors, we topped them, so and they were only in two-gallon pots, so the potential of this plant could have been three times the amount that it produced. And if you think on a large scale, if you're planting 1,800 plants per acre, uh, eight foot between the rows, and then four feet between the plants, um, with this variety, you could get up to 119 pounds of, of grain per acre, uh, which is massive compared to sorghum at 10 pounds per acre and soybean at mm -hmm. 50 pounds per acre. Um, and so, and that's just 119 of that plant, uh, which is probably a fraction of what it actually is when you actually put it in the put it in the ground. So this could be great for biofuels or feed yeah. to feed the world, agricultural feed, like we mentioned. Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering. I, I've I've been curious about what you guys have have studied or seen for fuels and uh, uh, you know uh, or biofuels or things like that out of the plant. Yeah, so we haven't dug too deep into like mm -hmm. actually applicating anything. Uh, that's where we're trying to get with uh, this variety that I'm growing right now that I'm trying to increase seed of and then continue with it. Um, we haven't actually had a student. Uh, so no, sorry, I do apologize. We did just hire a student that wants to get into biofuels, but he won't start until the fall. And he'll actually mark that as a research credit on his uh, degree plan. So. Mm -hmm. But as of right now, we do not have any uh, data on biofuels. Does the does the university you know have plans for more being more involved in in um, uh, you know the the fiber side of, of of the of the industry? You know, we've seen a lot of the Texas market focus really on flour and and the medicinal medicinal side, but there's so much uh, unexplored you know clay with. Um, uh, industrial, uh, you know, and, and, and that side of the business uh, here in, Absolutely. and I'm, I'm just wondering, I don't know if there's a, a push for, you know, industrial, um, grow operations or, you know, or studies there with a and I, I, it seems like that's going to be coming. Yeah, there's, there's actually a huge, huge, uh, interest in, in fiber work. We have a we have a graduate student, PhD student in molecular and environmental plant sciences uh, doing fiber research right now. And he's actually uh, got it down to where he can measure fiber lengths and make composites. So making like hemp plastics out of it and making like hemp creed out of it. And mm -hmm. Texas A&M's uh, materials science department actually got a uh, 
I think it was a $3.2 million grant to do 3D hempcrete printing oh, wow. uh, for houses, which is super <laughs> cool. Um, but basically what our work is in the breeding is breeding for longer fiber lengths uh, so that this material can, one, be sturdier and you could use it at a, at a bigger rate. So, what's uh, What are you guys working on for uh, the rest of this semester? Anything you want to share uh, as we part here in the next uh, minute or two? Uh, what's the most exciting thing you're working on here as you look forward to the summer? Uh, Can you say? Summer itself, I guess. No. <laughs> summer <laughs> itself, right? You're young. Yeah. You're ready to get a break from the school, of course. But uh, Yeah, I don't know about a break. I'll still be here doing research. <laughs> but, uh, the, but the most exciting thing I would probably have to say is this CanMed event that we're going to because we're really mm -hmm. trying to get into more cannabinoid research and cannabinoid isolate research uh, and more of that medicinal market. So we're going to be trying to push for uh, A&M trying to open up medical uh, because this year they're releasing three new licenses. And so we're trying to see if we can partner with any of the companies and DEA to see if that we can do a uh, laboratory testing. DEA testing. Yes. Well, I got to say, it's great to have you on the show. I want to give you the chance to fire off your email address. So if anybody wants to, you know, uh, get in your inbox or start recruiting you a year early for work, uh, fire off your email again and just uh, let folks know uh, how they can reach you, Clay. Absolutely. Um, you can reach me at Clayton, C-L-A-Y-T-O-N, at T-A-M-U E-D-U. You can also reach out to me at on Instagram. My Instagram is Clay Hemp, C-L-A-Y Hemp. And then uh, LinkedIn, it's the same forward slash Clay Hemp, or you could just look up my name, Clayton W. Moore. Very cool. Well, we appreciate you being on the show. I also appreciate you contributing to the magazine here recently. So uh, we look forward to working with you here in the next year or so uh, as you progress with your education there. Thank you for being a part of the show, my friend. Yeah, thank you very much. This is a pleasure. I had so much fun. Well, we'll do this again soon and probably get you on next fall as well and see what you're working on over there at A&M University. Clay Moore joining us here on Podcast 117 as we wrap up the show. He is one of Russ Jessup's brightest over there at Texas A&M, again, with the uh, uh, Hemp and Breeding and Genetics program. Clay, thank you for being a part of the show, my man. Absolutely. Anytime. All right. Thank you. There he goes. And we will wrap things up over here as we get ready for South by. And there's a lot of fun stuff going on. You guys be safe out there. Uh, let's see next week on the program. I'm going to have a Adam from Syntex CBD. will be on talking about their products and uh, what he thinks of everything going on with enforcement and dishes and, and the political landscape of, uh, of being a retailer in the space of hemp and CBD here in the Lone Star State. So we got Adam on, then our friend over at Wyatt Perp on the following week. And then we have uh, Jesse from the Texas Cannabis Collective on on the 30th. And then we're going to take a couple of shows on the road in April. We're going to be in Houston. And then we have one over at our friend Connie over at J Heart CBD. We'll be doing a live uh, show over there on April 20th in the, in the afternoon, hanging out with them. So enjoy your week and your weekend with all of the hemp and CBD events going on for South By and all those tracks that are going on. A bunch of cool stuff happening out there. I'm Russell. It's the Texas Hemp Show. We'll see you next week. Thanks, guys.